of knowing. All right, man. Welcome to Crow Triple Seven Radio. This will serve as episode 343. That's 343. Jason Lingard is with me and Lena Poo is back. This is Lena Poo's fourth appearance on Crow Triple Seven Radio. Her first appearance was episode 260. Her second, 217. There's something wrong with my numbering there. And the third was 184. Um, anyhow, what we've decided to do here is we've got Lena on. We had a little preamble before we pushed the record button. It became pretty clear. There's none of this we can run in public. We just can't. Um, censorship's at fever pitch. So this is going to serve as another members only. People are getting pissed, but hey, man, you're getting pissed at the wrong person. We're just trying to stay alive here. Anyhow, welcome, Jason. Man, a very fine good morning it is. All right. Anything to add? No, let's rock it. All right. Welcome, Lena. Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much, Crow. Yeah, it's, it's been, to be been, back. been quite a while. And right before we pushed the record button, you shared a pretty scary fact about the state you're in in your hospital. Yeah, I'm in California. I got two terrible news yesterday. Basically, the California state mandates are pushing all hospitals to enforce and demand vaccine, literally passports now, to enter the building. You have to have been jabbed in order to be able to enter the building. If you haven't been jabbed, then they demand that you have had a 72-hour prior PCR test that proves negative. So you have to have either one or the other to get in. And if you're assisting someone, then good luck. And this announcement came yesterday and is is going to be in effect tomorrow. This is a problem. They are not giving us any notification. Usually well, you get 30 day notification. Yeah. None of it's legal. So this oh. is, yeah, this, this smacks of desperation. I'll tell you another thing, Lena, how quick is it going to be before you see the, the knockoff IDs, you know, the knockoff passports, right. um, you know, that's going to become a big thing. This is beyond the pale because when it hits your ear, you think, how could we be at such a horrific place? But if you logically step back and say, how did we get here? What you're seeing is a double down on a double down on a desperate ass double down. Um, these things, I, I mean, I, I'm not a betting man, but I double down myself on this. This isn't going to stand for very long. Um, there's going to be pushback. I think what we're looking at here is the desperation to get as many shots in as is possible while this particular window is open. And I'll go, I'll go a step further, Lena. Jason and I were just talking about this. Mm-hmm. I truly suspect that a huge part of what's been administered are uh, placebos. I just talked to another person who follows us who is directly involved in the supply chain for the inoculation spots where he informed me there were three vials, three different colored vials. And in one of the vials, they could clearly see particles. Um, There was clearly a difference. Um, But I think what we're seeing here is this is the initial run to try to normalize and see how much force they can apply. Um, but I mean, I got to ask you, did there, there's no way this is getting in, becoming enforceable for any length of time, is there? Oh, absolutely not. Because um, I have been doing notices of liability for the last year. And, and that's part of the reason why we were getting together was to show, uh, share my successes, uh, both local as well as the federal level, and, and to show how, how this can work, how to write these letters, how to write these documents. Uh, it doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. So, so Crow, Absolutely. Let's lay this down right now. And I know you've got, you've got an account, right? For Crow 777? Oh, uh, 
if yes. you don't, if you don't email me, um, okay. every, every okay. guest I give a year, no matter what, um, recurring guests, I basically just give you a forever account. Um, so you'll be there to put the links, tell folks where they can get a hold of you and be very concise on, cause here's the thing. People are scared. People want help. And when they perceive you're the person with help, you can get emails that'll blow your damn mind. The problem is there's another 500 right behind it. So (laughs) very concisely tell them what you're offering, where the contact is. um, If it's a website or an email, let me tell you, if it's an email, you're going to get blown away. Rose and I and Jason have spent the last three days, day and night, sending out the Agent J declination form. I estimate at this this point, somewhere between two and 3,000 documents have been sent. Anyhow, what would you like to lay down? Be very concise on what you're doing and what you're offering. Okay. I have a Patreon account. It's under the creator, Lena Poo. And there I do basically my entire operation because if it's obviously, you know, I, I can't do anything through the system itself. And even Patreon is, is censoring me. But luckily, uh, Patreon has not cut me cut me off it's actually deplatformed a couple of my friends believe it or not george webb whom i know they deplatformed him and he had enough subscribers that it was actually it didn't it financially impacted him so i was waiting for them to you know do something to me uh, they haven't yet and i believe that is because i don't name names i don't attack any particular person throughout all of my documentations prior to that i always say everything we do here is an honor. Everything we do here is with within love and truth. And I think because of all that and, and um, the biblical scriptures that everything is based on, it actually gives it protection. And, and I do believe I'm, I'm protected because of the approach we're taking. And, and because of these experiences that I, I'm, I'm seeing, it, it confirms more and more how great it is that even in this time of lockdown, quarantine, all the injustices, all the tyranny, that we have to stand in honor. And the great way, the perfect example is that I'm, I'm seeing the consciousness of the United States and the whole world rising. And it's reflected in how we, we're displaying our sovereignty. For instance, uh, during the inaugural presidential changeover in January, we saw millions of people standing for Trump. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I'm for Trump or against him. That's not the point. The point is that there are millions of people that were at Washington, D.C. It was a peaceful demonstration by every single person present there. Whatever happened within the building, the Washington building, the Capitol, was a PSYOP. Okay, so you're talking about millions of people gathered. And and this is also demonstrated in the U.K. You got you had several demonstrations and all the people there were peaceful there were no rioting the policemen were there and it was it was a beautiful beautiful sight to behold and and there were aerial videos of it and if you guys have never seen it please type in uk anti quarantine covid measure demonstrations and you'll see probably two or three of them uh, on different dates and they they try to do one once a month and, and the organizational skills that they have is, is, is also phenomenal. And I wish there was something like that happening in the U.S. Um, however, we do our demonstrations, quote, quote unquote, demonstrations in a different way. We're, we're a lot more spread out and it's harder to get that many people together. But we have 
frontline doctors. We have America's frontline doctors. We, we have the Great Barrington Declaration, which the majority of the signatures are from the U.S. So, so we are definitely doing our heavy, heavy weight share participation in a very deep way that's not as visible and it's not something that the mainstream media can report. But we are, we are finding these resources through our own alternative media sites and especially through you too, Crow. So we have a lot of power. The people power is rising. The, the, the level of intensity of people's desire to maintain whatever freedom and to regain the, the, the underlying freedom that we've had is so great. But, it's, but the source of it, that's the key, is the source of it coming from, is coming from foundational truth, love, and honor. And that is what they're afraid of. As above, so below, I would point out. I agree with you 100% about being a protection. I do the same thing. I don't bag on anybody. And I make sure that in every episode, I wish everyone good health and prosperity. And that's from my heart. And I'm with you. That's what keeps us alive. And that is the as above, so below idea. But let's do this, Lena. Why don't you send, because we started there to lay down links and I don't feel like we did a very good job. Make sure that yes, all your links for contact, okay. make it over to Rose. We'll make sure that it's at the top of the comments because I don't want to leave the thread we're going down here. Uh, sorry, I l- let me just mention my website. I, I totally got off tangent. Yep. Lena'sFabulousFrequencies.com and you can also access the Patreon link there. And also I've added something new. Um, there's not a lot on my website because I don't have time to, take care of my website and my Patreon. Most of my information is on the Patreon because it's, again, it's a nice forum. It's international, by the way. I, I have international people and I've, and I've had international people who's, who served um, the 5G, IoT, IOB notice of liability. And I can sh- totally share about that. I can also share about other documents that I've also written the time being that has been purposeful and, and have been proven powerful as well. And we can go into all of that. And I, I think the lessons that we've learned from from filing these documents is is, is definitely an eye opener, even for myself. So so it's all a learning process. And but you know what? That's 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 the way it should be. Is that we should put ourselves out there. We need to take action. And out of action, you will find results. So let's uh, let's open up with a song of hope to steal an old Zeppelin quote. Um, we you initially. We got to talking, I think you and Rose were in a thread, and we wanted to mention the successes, um, which, by the way, there's a search, you know, if you go up to the top now, there's an episode search function. If you wanted to find Lena, you would put L-E-N-A, and it will return. Uh, Her last name is P-U, so Lena Pooh or Pooh or Lena, and you'll get all the episodes. And we have followed um, what she's been doing with her documents. So can we just take a minute to outline, I understand there's been successes both locally and to some degree at the federal level? Yes, we, we figured out at the federal level how the system works. And what's really interesting is that since since we, my first one, okay, so I've I've since written two major, major documents now. One that tackles the 5G, IoT, IO, um, Internet of Things and Internet of Bodies. And, and that notice of liability, I, I had finished back in 2018. That was the first one I launched um, last year, April 2020. So people have been filing that one. Now, end of June, I finally finished my second major one, which is the vaccine, vaccine passport notice of liability. So, so these two are my major 
underscored documents that people can have access to through my Patreon. And now the reason why I encourage membership is because all the documents I've ever given away, nobody's ever served them. Two, they come back with so many questions. I cannot handle one-on-one with them, just like you guys can't handle the emails. Believe me. So when they come back to me with all the questions, I'm like, you know what? You're on your own. You, if you want this document, you want to serve it, you're on your own. So that's why I, I um, not, you know, I, I have this membership so that I can coach people in a group setting. And then when they have uh, Q&As, everybody can see the Q&A. So and they, ha- they help each other too, right? Like Absolutely. at all thoughts. Yeah. So, so what you, I want to make it clear. You're not, first of all, you got to know what the hell you're doing. So you do have to understand at a level, but I, what Lena's pointing out, it's just like Alphonse. There's a group that have been tutored along where you can get into the group and get help from other people. Um, and I know what you're saying, Lena, there's just not enough, you know, we, we run these things. It's just overwhelming. You can't keep up. I know I, I am overwhelmed and, and there's so many emails I, I can't get to, which, which really irks me, you know, and I apologize. I apologize in advance to people who try to reach me through email and, and they don't get an answer from me. It's not because I, I don't want to answer them. It's, it's, I, I am literally undergone with so many projects I need to get done. I just cannot get to those individual e- emails. So joining Patreon is perfect because I do do bi-weekly meetings face-to-face. And I say, if you got any questions, you come to these meetings and I'll answer them face-to-face with you and everybody else can chime in. It's, it's an amazing platform. We love it. People who join, it's just an amazing news time too, because, you know, I've got international folks and people from Australia are sharing, you know, all the crazy stuff that's going down over there in Sydney and then people in Canada and people in the UK, you know, so, and even, and I have People from Africa, Hong Kong, Singapore, New Zealand, Norway, Belgium, just people all over. So it's, it's, it's an amazing platform. I, I love it because, you know, I get to meet these amazing, courageous individual men and women. And I've befriended so many of them. And in fact, a, a woman was, is, is a writer and she gifted me a book that she had just finished authoring and I got it yesterday. So, so, you know, I... <laughs> Um, as mi- as much as the bad news I got yesterday, you know, I, I'm gifted with with so much with with the grassroots people. It's it's a real blessing. Let, let yeah. me pull us back around. Let's be very concise and just before we go anywhere else, let's address the the actual successes of the notices of liability that you've been submitting. Let's start with local. Have you had local successes? I've stopped five G in my town. That would be a success in my book. Do you want to add something more about that? Absolutely. So. I've been uh, submitting cease and desist letters with them. I was ready to file my final 5G notice of liability that I had written to the city. Now, I, I didn't have to. And really, the key to, to winning the local challenge is, is to stay on top of it. You never ask. You tell them, this is what I want. Nothing is ever a concern. Nothing is ever, it could be harmful. It is already harmful. It is harm, harming. And you got to take that stance. You go in there and you start making demands. This is what needs to happen because these were not considered. And you are, you're going to be held liable. You will be held liable. Where did you submit them? Did this go straight to the city council? Is that the yeah. avenue you yeah. went? You, you, go, you go straight to the city council members. And at first, you know, you, you don't go in with all the guns, right? Blasting away. That's, that's just not an honorable way of doing things. 
you set up a communication relationship with them and you open the door to discussing whatever it is, policy, science, um, harm, health, you know, all that. And then, of course, they're going to go back to you and say, you know what, we've been told this is what, what we need to do. I said, no, it's not. None of that is law. None of that is legal. You're here to serve us because your oath of office states that. Your oath of office only serves the Constitution. In fact, your oath of office doesn't serve anybody else outside of the U.S. You should not be serving the WHO. You should not be serving any U.N. agenda. By the way, folks, this goes with the 5G as well as the vaccine. And this is what I tell people. This is what I coach people in my, my group. I tell, I tell folks, you know what, you, you guys are international and uh, we keep using these universal declarations. But do you know that these universal declarations, these international declarations come from the U.N. itself? So why are you, it's, it's the, or Boris, where you're, the snake is eating its own tail. You're, you're going right back to the source of the evil. Never quote anything international. The only international thing I ever quote is the Nuremberg Code of Ethics. Because that came out of a desperate need and it came out of the people and for the people. It was designed by the people. So, so that is the only international code or international anything that I, that I quote. I don't quote anything else that's international because it's counter to any constitutional uh, rights for any country. And I don't care what kind of government you claim, but the people are, are and should be protected by the laws of their land. And that should be the only jurisdiction, well, actually, God's jurisdiction, nature's law. But, but um, if they were to quote any laws, that is the highest laws that they should be quoting if they are to quote laws. And, and this is what I tell people in the United States and in their own country, is that there are no international laws that, are, that anyone should be in abeyance to because that dismantles the WHO, UNESCO, NATO, and of course the UN. And then that is actually counter to the Constitution. Our Constitution says that if you submit yourself to any foreign powers, you can be committed to, to jail time. So this is what we're doing is we're, we're going after the individual. When you started to do the notice of liability uh, with the intent of putting a halt to 5G where you live, do you feel like there's a particular part of it that really was effective Yes. What, what would that be? So, so the, the key, okay, the key one is, you know, you never ask, you, you tell them and you send them letters and you make sure that it gets into the public records. So we, we, we had about almost 500 documents, 500 pages of material that we put into the public record. That's huge. That's the biggest they've ever How seen. How did you force it onto the public record? What was the method that got it so, recorded? So I, I made them hold these meetings. And so this is how they um, skirt the issue is that when they do things under underhanded, they don't allow the public to speak. They don't allow public. What is it? They, they have to put all the meeting agenda on, on the public record for discussion. Once it's put into the agenda, it's official. So the public can then approach the council members during the meetings when those items are being discussed and they can interject, give their three minute testimony and during the three-minute three, uh, three testimony and even outside of the three-minute testimony, they can submit material uh, supporting why or why this agenda should not go through. So this is where me and my, my group, we started submitting like mad all the science material, all the policies, all the things that will counter the basically what the FCC is breathing down the necks of these cities, why these mandates are not true and why these report and order is not law. So, so we submitted so much material and we did, 
we we had to force their hand to get these meetings and put the items on their agenda. You have to get their these subjects um, discussed publicly. Otherwise, you can't. It you know, it, there's it's just like, no it's like way. a court of record. I think what you're doing there reminds me of all the yes. legal shows we've done yes. where people say, "Are you in a court of record?" Because if you're not, you're spinning your wheels. There's no yes. record. So what you're pointing out for everyone listening is you have to interact with the city council in a way that is official so that when the documents and three minutes of speaking time or whatever you're allotted is recorded as if it were in the meeting minutes or the, you know, the council. So then it becomes uh, recorded and nobody can change, you know, no one at a later date can deny a thing that happened. Um, I want to ask you too. So that's pretty huge. Stop in 5g where you live. A lot of people where you live, owe you a vote of thanks. Um, what about your followers? Have you seen your followers have any successes at local issues that they're interested in? So they've been filing the notices at the highest level. And so we, we've served the FCC, we served the CDC and the FDA. And then I, it, it's, it's really strange because we had a, a wave of them being served. Um, this was back in August. And then suddenly uh, Ajit Pai says, you know, I'm going to step down. This is like few weeks after he he received his notice of dishonor and then strange enough we we also find that the head director of the cdc and fda also steps down we've heard this before lena remember kurt kallenbach similar things that happened but keep going please yeah and then and this and then a woman in australia she said it was really strange but you know uh one of her leaders also stepped down soon after receiving her notice of liability and then we also have received letters um get this we we got we got a letter from who is now the Secretary of the HHS, Human Health Services, which is none other than the, um, Sarah, who's who is now taking over um, all the all the COVID issues. He was the Attorney General for California. I mean, if you think about the California politicians, it seems like the AG is a wonderful springboard for you know the Democrats to find their powers. Because Kamala Harris was also the AG of California before she is, you know, was placed in all these subsequent positions that is, has led her to where she is now, you know, vice president. So, <laughs> so we're, we're looking at the California attorney general as an interesting position because former AG Becerra, he was served. He was served our 5G notice of liability. And we actually got a letter from his office as a response. Now, we don't usually get responses. But the fact that we got a response from his office was was extremely telling. How was that delivered? I'm sorry to interrupt. Was that a certified letter? How did it make it up to that high office? Certified mail. The reason I ask is because during COVID, so many were not being signed for or someone would write COVID on and it would come back. But anyhow, you got served. People listening, it's certified. That means the moment someone signs, it's presumed read. Um, so what was his response to your NOL? His response was, you have directed this to the wrong office. <laughs> we we don't handle these issues. So it's a non-answer. It's the weakest argument ever. And it just shows you how powerless they are to these documents. Because if they really uh, are doing their job, they'd be able to rebut. And see, that's the power of the affidavit is that if if they can't rebut any part of your affidavit or your entire affidavit, then your affidavit is true. So they didn't even bother to rebut. In fact, all the agencies that we've we've received responses from, and we're, we're talking about governors of states, we've had the governor of Missouri respond with with letter, and they're all one page letters in response, and and it's it's a non response. 
But the fact that they respond means that they also acknowledge that they've received our document. Nor did they rebut the affidavit, which oh. automatically helps that along. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so these are the, the successes that we've seen for this last year. So for me right now, it's like I'm, I'm also researching the common law court system and how are we going to take this into court where we can actually indict the governors at that level and uh, as well as the federal level, all the head directors of the CDC, FDA, FCC, uh, NIH. So this, this is opening doors of lots of opportunities, lots of opportunities. Well, it means if you're, if you're getting unrebutted affidavits, um, there's a couple things I would say. We're going to have to take a minute to talk about enforcement because this becomes a big problem everywhere unless you're actually using a court system in some way for an outcome. But I want to back up a minute. You and I have been knowing each other almost about four years. Is that right, Leonard? Is it three years? Oh, wow. Pushing four. My point here is, is yeah. I've watched you update and improve your notice of liability over the entire time I've known you, and you were doing it before we ever met. But let's let's push forward. This notice of liability, that's what an NOL is, people listening, has been getting better and better and tried out and adjusted. And uh, last time we spoke, the enforcement was an issue. Jason and I have just done some shows uh, where people are trying to use the actual legal system as it exists for beneficial ends where the enforcement is built in. Do you feel like the enforcement is still going to be an issue here or what's your thoughts on that? Yes and no depends on where you are. And if you can't find the right enforcement that that just means you're you're tapping into the wrong source. You're like like every agenda right now. It's it's inconsistent. You got store owners who are relaxed on policies and store owners who are not. And same thing with the sheriff. You know your local sheriff. You you've got ones who who are supporting the vaccine mandates, and then you've got sheriff who, who's demanding. You know heck no. That I'm not enforcing anybody to to wear masks. So you you've got um, a disparity there. So the, what I tell people is get to know your local sheriff, send your feelers out, see if, if they're supportive of your, of your actions, what you're planning on doing. Uh, you don't have to tell them this is what I'm going to do with a notice of liability, but you have to start getting to know your local servicemen and women. And, and again, you know, it's, it's like knowing who your mayor is and, and the city council members, you, you have to meet them face to face. And obviously right now, deliberately so, they've, they've shut down the court system. They, they've also shut down the cities. I know in my my case, my city doesn't really meet. It's all it's all virtual. So that's that's the unfortunate part. Is like this is a d- deliberate separation of of all services. It's not just a, you know the the quarantine measures that's gonna, that's impacting the human inter- interaction at the grassroots level, but it's also breaking down the whole interaction between us and interfacing with our leaders. And they know this. This is all by design. And it's illegal, of course, to shut courtrooms, which we've covered. Absolutely. So was enforcement coming towards your city council or did they bow long before that was coming to the oh, front? They, they bowed um, well before, well before. We, we didn't have to enforce anything. In fact, okay, so so the other key thing, okay, so this is what I've learned from, from doing the notice liability is who do you send these documents to? Who are the respondents? Everyone goes after the most obvious ones, you know, the, the head director of this and that. But this is what I've learned. And this is what I used when I, when I and I think this was the, the capstone that really ensured our success 
is that you go after the people who signed the documents. You go after those who put their autograph on the contracts themselves. And I found out who is responsible for signing the contracts uh, for all the 5G small cell deployment. It was our city manager. Wow. So, so what I did was I had a private meeting with the city manager. I brought two witnesses with me and I videotaped it. He got upset with the videotaping. So we ended up taking audio recording of it. Um, because I said, I did not want to deal with he says, she said issues, because that's what has been happening this whole time, because you guys have been evasive with the truth from the very beginning. So I don't trust you. So based on this distrust, I'm going to record this meeting somehow. And so he said, so he agreed to allowing the audio, not the video. So with my two witnesses there, which he didn't know that they were coming, I basically told him point blank, I said, I know you signed the documents. I know your autograph is the one that will allow the lease agreements to happen once you sign them. And I just want to let you personally know that you will be personally liable for all of us, for all health effects and for this entire city. So what was his response to that? He was sweating bullets. Did he keep his position after the fact? He kept his position, but he basically that's, that's how I know things didn't happen is because we knew the system backwards and forwards. And we also knew the report and order backwards and forwards. We know what the FCC is telling them. And we knew all the loopholes and the lawyers' mistakes. We knew it back and forth. Why, why would we have 500 pages of documents? It's not just science, folks. Folks, you cannot fight this with science. You have to, you have to fight this with strategy. Well, let's, let's point out some of the strategy here. So you have a city council who bowed. What you're pointing out is the city manager was signing all the contracts to lease out areas where the 5G was going to go in. But if I had to ask a question, Lena, my first thing, my first strategic question would be, do you suppose that city manager is so fast and loose with his ink pen anymore? No. I'd be willing to bet he is not. And no. that is where the rubber meets the road. It's yep. one thing to stop the 5G, but now you've begun to influence this corporatization, this corporate corporatocracy that has, you know, invaded all of our so-called public services. So the strategy behind what you're saying, I love it um, because I know damn well, if you recorded him, that he would be nervous because everyone's nervous about personal liability in a litigious society. But secondarily, what's going to happen the next time they need the city manager's signature? I'll bet you he'd be a lot more careful. Oh yeah. Did this guy seem like he knew what he was talking about or were you informing him of things that he was not aware of? Oh, he, he knew what I was talking about. He knew very well. Meaning that he knew the dangers and did it anyway. Well, because, because we, we've had so many meetings. We've had so many, because what I've done also prior to meeting with him is I've forced the city council to put, you know, put the, um, actually go through the planning commission. It, 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 it skipped the planning commission. They were, it was going straight to authorization. And I said, you cannot authorize something without going through the planning commission first. So I made them push it through the planning commission. It was completely lawless, completely. And they knew this. And, and so I, I, I mean, I, I can't tell you <laughs> how crazy it was. But and these people, some of these people are under oath, right? So oh, <laughs> gosh, th this, yes. this is also another level of personal liability. When you take an oath to do one thing and you just go lawless and do another. Yeah. So, so the, the process through... The city, for those who don't understand, is that everything has to go through steps, just like how you pass a bill, you know, in, in the House of Representatives and, 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 and you know, the House of the Assembly. 
um, all, you know, all, all that, you know, it has to go through certain steps and, and same thing at the local level. And the planning commission is, is, a, is a vital part of it that precedes anything before it gets to the city council members. So I made them go through the planning commission so that we could have more time to stall. Okay, so, so, and get more things in record. So that is actually one of the strategies is that you make them go through these hoop, well, not hoops, it's, it's the rules, <laughs> the rules. Yeah. Go through the protocol, right. The, the due process, they have to follow their due process. And so that we could f- fulfill our own due process. It's like you, if they skip all these steps and you, they, what, what's done, what, what they're doing is they're truncating your access to your due process. They're eliminating your ability to communicate and discuss the pros and cons of the project. That's what the planning commission is. It's, it's discussing the pros and cons of the project in terms of the economics. Did the planning commission rubber stamp this when you forced it back through? Well, they did. They rubber stamped it. Even, even after my meeting with two of them one-on-one. But during that time, we, we, put in, we started putting in tons of things into the record. See, that's the other thing is, is that just because they may rubber stamp something, you are still able then to start putting things into record. So that's really the key is if you skip the planning phase and you've also skipped the ability to put your material into the records, into the public records. So after the planning commission moved it to the city council, they did agree to uh, certain parameters and the city did put in some, some protective measures into their rules. It wasn't optimal. But then that was also when I went, I had that meeting with the city, city manager was prior to the city making their final say. So basically, I, I was putting pressure on them for nine months, and I, I didn't let anything go. I did not let anything slip through the hoop. And, you know, when, when people are trying to navigate through the city, that's unfortunately, I think a lot of people get overwhelmed is because they don't know what are the, what are the steps, what are, what's the due process. Neither do most cities at this point, to be fair. On, on, on average, when, they, when all this began to happen, fire chiefs and police chiefs were being turned over lickety split all over this nation in like 2017, 2016. At the closer we got to 2020, the more key chief positions in what they call first responders was going on all over. Now, in the cities, city managers, city attorneys were turning over just as quick. But what's ironic about watching this happen is there's no training. Uh, yes. There was, there was right. almost no overlap on the chiefs. One chief was booted out. The next police chief comes in. So there's no transition where the old chief can say, well, this is how we do it. That's even mm-hmm. worse when it gets to the city level because the last five city turnovers and key officer positions, and not only if they n- had no overlap or training, they don't know how the city runs to begin with and nobody's reading the rules. And this is all part of the play up. But I, I've got to ask, Carolina, so the city council ballot. So this is an example of where using the notice of liability worked because it made people think and it made people say, Hey, you know, uh, I don't want to be liable for all these things. It's, it's beyond me why anyone would want one of these positions um, yeah. because they, everyone's liable in those positions. Um, but here's the thing. So you did the attorney general, the attorney general comes back, says, Oops, sorry, you got the wrong office. Well, whether that be true or not, what he basically did was he just said, um, I'm accepting your affidavit. Yep, yep. So what I'm thinking now, here's where the enforcement problem comes in. If you were going to 
keep going against someone as lofty as the attorney general. It's not like you're calling a collection agency or the local sheriff, I doubt. But isn't it true that now you have the gospel truth in the form of an affidavit and you could just bring personal lawsuit? Yes, you can. Absolutely. And that, can. that would be a form of enforcement. But I want to I want to yes. pull this around because everybody right now is losing their damn minds because of the perception that they're going to be forced to be inoculated to keep their livelihood or have services. Um, are you aware of any in your circles using the NL, NOL to any great degree to combat, let's just call it inoculation madness? Yes. Uh, since I finished the vaccine NOL uh, literally just a little over a month ago, I've been coaching people how to, you know, fill in the exhibits, um, who to serve it to. So there, we're working on it, and it's it's a power. It's actually a bigger document than my than even the my five G IOT, just because of all the experiences that we've gained as a group. I realized where the powers lie in in terms of these documents. Just like how I figured out how to strategize working through the city to get them to to bend to your wishes, not not the FCC, not the federal government. How to bend them to grassroots lay people's wishes. Can, so, can you share some of the targets, Lena? Yeah. With, let, let's, let's stay on the COVID track for a minute because okay. I mean, it is, it is the hot topic now. And I right. guarantee you three quarters of the people listening to us right now have some hardship in their life due to this. You won't hear me say this many times, but bullshit, because that's what it is. So let's stay on the COVID and, and go at it from that point of view with the notice of liability and the affidavits. So the strategies that we've learned filing the 5G NOL, we're extending it now to the vaccine version because um, it's, it's, it's been an amazing path and, and journey. So luckily, we, we have this experience because now, now we know what it is that we need to do because the time is of the essence. And honestly, I've kind of let go of the whole 5G thing because this is this is it. You know, yeah. you, you, you can't get any... Um, further from from the the transhumanist agenda than these injections, absolutely not. This this is the beginning. Whether whether it's a placebo saline solution or something that has graphene oxide, full intention of turning our bodies into transmitting antennas, we're not going to be talking about that. What we're going to be talking about is how do you get away from the mind control, and that is truly. The coaching lessons I, I, I've had to teach these people for, for the past year and a half is that there are no mandates. There is no coercion. It's all in your head. Right. You're going to have to make some sacrifices, yes. But that means you're going to have to fight for your sovereignty. You're, you're going to have to fight for your freedom of choice. You're, you're going to be forced to choose, do you respect your free will or do you not? Are you going to give up your free will or not? Because they're making a claim, right? That's what we're saying. They're literally making a claim on your free will. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you have to come back at it in the same. So it has nothing to do with the vaccine. The vaccine agenda really is presenting is presented to you as an offer. You always look at it, everything they state as an offer, because they really can only offer it to you. It's just the bells and whistles that they try to disguise it under. You know, fear you and bullying. Talk. Yeah. Fear and it's, bullying. It's, it's, it's absolute bullying. Yes. So, it, it's the perception that you do not have any authority over yourself and that they have all the authority they're claiming. So basically, this is bluff. This is threat. This is doubling down, which is what the hospital 
nonsense going on where you said like you're, you're really not going to treat someone who needs a hospital because they didn't take your offer. Um, yeah, nonsense. That's not going to go on. But let's be perfectly clear here, Lena. You made such a critical point. What's really at risk here is your free will. And they are making a claim on your free will. And so I think everybody needs to understand, you've said two key things here. This is an offer and you do not have to accept an offer, but they are trying to make it appear like you have no other choice. And the way they're doing it, it was with fear and loss of services, basically. I mean, what do you think? That's right. That's right. It's, it's all a threat. And honestly, everything they, they've done has been illegal, unlawful, and criminal. Everything has been a crime. It's, right. it's a committed crime and they know this. Okay. This is a lot of people are still on, 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 on the edge wondering, well, this seems to be like a lot of mistakes that they're making. No, every single thing that they've done is with precision and decision. And this has been planned for a very long time. And, and if you watch my, my Silicon Valley Health Institute interview where, where I show my blood studies, uh, afterwards, I, I say they are going to weaponize health. I was seeing it. Years ago, that's why I started getting into the notice of liability because I knew we needed to start taking action even back then. You know, I, I actually stopped educating people about 5G and I stopped doing interviews on those because I, I got heavily into the notice of liability action with these, with these groups is because there comes a point in time when you got to say, there's enough information, we need to move on to action. And I, I was in that place back in 2000, honestly, in 2015. So 2018, I had my first notice liability finished, and I didn't really launch it until 2020, uh, only because I'm I'm a one woman operation. You know, it's it's a lot for me to handle uh, trying to find a right platform to 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 launch my material. But I finally did, um, and I'm glad I did when I did, um, even though I always feel like it should have been done yes- yesterday. But you know what? Um, I'm I'm not gonna. I don't think that way anymore. I think everything has a, a time and place. And honestly, um, we, we have to start reversing the mind programming. And, and this is what I've learned for myself, too, is, is, is I'm, my, my own personal adventures here is, is I'm deprogramming. You know, I'm, I'm learning how to act out of the box. It's not just thinking out of the box, but starting to act out of the box. And good things will happen. Good things will happen. And, and you won't know that until you start acting. And, and I tell people there are no mistakes. There's only better. There's no, there's no, nothing that's best. You know, it's, it's just, you have to take that action and, and that action will put you in the right place time and time again. And you're just going to grow with it. And with each experience, you're going to grow from that experience and it will lead you to the next challenge. And, and it will get to the point where all these challenges become nothing and it becomes you. But you also, along the way, learn about understanding what your rights are. Um, what it means to be part of this creation, what it means to hold the divine spark, what it means to be given free will at your when you come to be um, living in this so-called world. But the, these, what I've noticed about everyone we've interacted with um, that's gone down a path even similar to what you're describing is the groups as they move along become less bullyable. That is the main yes. thing. And the yes. next time these little illegal documents come in your mail, they're just laughing and not being threatened. They used to open them in terror and now they just throw them away because it's mail fraud basically. But what happens is when they're confronted by people in authority, they hold, they they take them to task to see if they really know what they're supposed to be doing. So I think that's a key part of it. But Jason, you want to get in here? I kind of feel like we might have to take a short break. I don't know if we're going to go a full two hours here, but do you want to get in on this? 
So there's been evidence coming out in several places that I've seen that there has never been a SARS-CoV-2 or anything COVID-related isolated and proven to actually exist in the first place. It literally just seems to be these spike protein things. And guess what they're shooting people up with in the vaccines, quote-unquote vaccines? They're shooting them up with spike proteins. And therefore, we're seeing people getting ill probably as a result of that, hypothetically speaking. Is there anything that can be done from a liability standpoint proving that there absolutely is no COVID and the numbers can justify it by itself, just that the fact that influenza basically disappeared last year? Oh, nobody got the flu anymore. It just disappeared. That's preposterous. That's totally insane. Would never happen. So can we go on the offensive? Instead of constantly getting one piece of bad news after the next, can we literally go on the attack with this information and the work that you've done? Okay, uh, good question, Jason. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because that, that seems, to, that okay, again, it's all appearances. That seems to be the argument of the day. I actually don't even talk about the virus. In fact, my vaccine NOL is all about transhumanism. They're using vaccines as an excuse to get us accustomed to getting injections. Okay, that's what they really want us to do is getting accustomed to taking any type of injections without question. And when you're talking about a dark agenda, which this vax, quote, uh, quote unquote, death jab is, is that when you're dealing with the darkness, just like the light, the light can never know the darkness. The darkness can never know the light. There cannot even be an ounce of truth in this agenda that they're promoting. They know this. So everything they know has to be a lie. It has to be a lie by the nature of the product that they are pushing. So when I talk about my vaccine, quote unquote, vaccine NOL, you will not see the word vaccine anywhere in there. You will not see the word quarantine. What I do is I, I bring, I raise the jurisdiction to the highest level, which is God's law, nature's law, universal law. My title to this quote unquote vaccine NOL is called Notice of Liability for Sanctioning Biomedical, Biotechnology, and Biosynthetic Instruments. That includes vaccines, mRNA, gene therapy, gene PCR tests, temperature guns, masks, because all of those are products of this instrument as part of their agenda. So you cannot just focus on the vaccines because then they'll say, well, then then we're going to enforce the PCR test on you. And if it comes back positive, then we're going to quarantine you. So Ah, but that has been admitted by the CDC, which is what they're using as their excuse of what to follow. They exactly. have blatantly said that those don't work and they have to get a different procedure as of December. Exactly. Exactly. So so there's there's a lot of disconnect. There's a lot of confusion, even amongst their own agencies. But we need we need to get above that. OK, we need to get above the argument and basically start quoting scripture because that's where the truth is. And that's the oldest truth. We treat scripture, um, the Bible, as a book of laws. And, and this is also understood with um, within the United States Constitution is that uh, 1984 was declared a book, you know, uh, was it? celebrating the book of the, the the Bible because it was the foundational inspiration that led to the Constitution Declaration of Independence. So when you're looking at the Bible, you know, you treat it as a book of laws. And so you'll see that is actually the highest jurisdiction that I state throughout this notice of liability. I don't include international laws. I include biblical scripture as law. Okay. So, um, so with, with this title, I do talk about quarantine. But, you know, the way I, I quote it is, I'll give you the main 10 points. And I think this will, will show you the kind of power that I've added this document. Well, the powers that 
that this document is enveloped in is that it doesn't treat the agenda face to face. I treat it from above. And the 10, 10 main points is instead of talking about the quarantine, I talk about number one, the earth belongs to God as are his laws. And two, free to roam the earth that is man's inheritance. See, we're forgetting our, our tie to the past. We're, we're forgetting our covenant with our maker, our creator here on this earth, that he's given us this land for us. And we should be free to roam it. Okay, this has nothing to do with this. So, so the quarantine issue is challenging us on that very, very basic premise there. It's not about, the, not about the virus. It's the right. intent. Of course. So, so what they're doing is they're dissolving our relationship with our maker, our creator. And, and that's, we, we understand that with the vaccine, right? They're, they're changing our DNA. So we're not connected to our creator. Our creator looks at us and go, oh, you're, you're no longer mine. I did not create you. You've allowed yourself to be infected with, with a parasitic dark. Modification. Uh, yeah. Manipulation. You've allowed yourself to be, be manipulated by the dark, uh, the, the dark angels. You're no longer my child. You no longer hold my light. You know, the DNA is a light. It's a, it's a, it's a source of light. And it's a light that is a reflection of God's creation. It's because it's a perfect geometry. All of, na- all of creation has a perfect geometry. And our DNA has, uh, is the perfect exam- example of that Fibonacci sequence, you know, in, in all perfection of, of creation. So, so when you tamper with that, especially with the mRNA vaccines, you're tampering with God's creation. So you're losing that light. And of course, the Luciferous, the Lucifer race light, is the inferior light that is, that is Lucifer's light. So you're replacing God's light with Lucifer's light. And then that is how you will be recognized by the dark forces that you now belong to them. That is the trace. That is the mark. So, so with this document, I don't treat things face to face because that's not the agenda. The real agenda is the separation of us and our creator. And, and all these, because today it may be quarantine. Tomorrow it'll be something else. Today it's the mRNA vaccine. Tomorrow it'll be a nasal swab that um, is a CRISPR technology. It's it's all with the same intent, and it's not we. So so what what this document will do is it will last through time because of the way it's attacking the agenda. So the first five points actually establishes our powers. The last five points talks about how how their their actions are, are is is a is a direct trespass transgression and a crime against humanity. So, so when people write affidavits, they, they only focus on all the criminal um, actions. They forget to include their powers. And, and this is also what I've learned from, from writing so many of these documents and also from interfacing with these people face-to-face, these agenda setters, is that you have to establish your powers first, always. And like I said in the beginning of this interview, I say, you never ask. You demand and you command. This is what I want to see done. This is how it is. This is how it needs to be done. And, and so this document is the same way. I voice it the same way. So the first five, I established the earth belongs to God as his laws. And then two, free to roam the earth. That is man's inheritance. Number three, code of ethics and informed consent to experiments. Okay, so and then, I, then I bring in the Nuremberg Code um, of ethics, which, is, which um, then leads to um, codified laws that are current, which is the Institutional Review Board. Okay, and then four, responsibility to call out a brother who sins. Okay, number four, it talks about how we need to start being responsible for our brothers. And that's also the failings of why uh, all this government's run amok is because we haven't been 
holding them liable and responsible. Sure, you're, we're learning to file the notice of liability, but that intent of the notice of liability should have been done all along. When, when we've been seeing our politicians failing, not following the oath of office, when we see our, our constitution crumbling because we're starting to rele- relinquish our powers to, to outside forces like the UN, we should have called them on, on it. We, we, we stop, you know, we stop learning and stop knowing the law. We stop knowing our, our connection to, to the land. By design, by design, design. by, by brainwashing and social engineering and school, particularly in school. We've said it so many times when I was young, there were civics, there was American government. There were any number of things that told you how the government worked, what its branches were, even into the municipalities, all that went away uh, within my lifetime. By the time I was in high school, that was the tail end of it. So it's by design that people were raised not understanding. And what that does serve to do is separate you from the idea of the creation, because then you become a person who was given a promise, but is no longer aware. Exactly. Exactly. You're, you've been coddled into a comfort zone where Where you're told. Movies are good. (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're told that you, you know, this is, this is a system you've been born into and this is how it is. Yep. So so that, yeah, exactly. And, and that's in the NOL. And that's, um, so that's number six. But before I move into that, the one before that, after responsibility to call out a brother who sins, number five, world of witnesses bearing testimonies of truth. That's biblical. So, so that's being brought into, um, that's renewed. We don't need science. We just need witnesses. And we have world of witnesses that have come forth. I mean, plethora of, of, of people. I mean, we you know, uh, doctors for COVID ethics um, from from Germany, who's collected a bunch of doctors worldwide, as well as American frontline doctors, as well as um, the Great Barrington Declaration, which has over uh, almost a million signatures now, worldwide, worldwide. And okay, so that's number five. So number six uh, leads into the things that you were talking about, Crow. Oaths of office sworn to defend the U.S. Constitution. It's like we're, we're forgetting. Um, our, our own laws. And, and again, you know, that, that dissolves um, any, any type of footing that we have. And, and that's where the new world um, agenda can really take their foothold is like, as soon as they dismantle your idea of um, patriotism for your own country and you're thinking, Oh, well, you know, I need to sacrifice for the greater good. Well, what does that mean? You know? So anyways, it's, it's just, again, like you say, it is all brainwashing um, but at this point in time, when, when we're facing all these really strange, um, demands, it, it, it's actually waking people up. Like what, what's going on here? You the, know, the people, the people that remain stronger standing when this is all said and done are going to be a much tougher strain that what, what led up to this was we were at our weakest low point, soft, spongy, fat can't run anymore, can't think anymore. That's the point we reached right as this is. Yeah, exactly. We're in the fat (laughs) floaty chairs. Someone better come rescue us. Hopefully it's not a robot. Um, No, that terrible (laughs) joke. But the point is the people that come through this are going to be much better equipped for a future that matters. And by the way, if you believe the sky clock works, the projection on our time is not doom and gloom, believe it or not. Matter of fact, I may bring that up from some mm-hmm. of the offshoot books from the light of Egypt, which mm-hmm. basically based the Bible underneath everything. Wow. Wow. Okay. So number six, um, I said the oaths of office sworn to defend the U S constitution. Number seven, 
agencies designed to regulate in conflicts of interest. Number eight, social engineering-based coercion and lack of impartiality. Number nine, refusal to sacrifice our sons and daughters like the heathens. Number 10, alchemy, not of nature's creation nor God's consecration. So all of these things do discuss um, the vaccine issues, but I broach it on a very, at the highest jurisdiction level. So that's my approach. It's interesting to me that you used alchemy, um, often referred to way back in the day as the dark art. There's so much to this. So what we're going to do here, guys, um, that's hour one of episode 343. I think we're going to probably come in around an hour and a half, hour 45 member only episode. We got to take five and we'll be right back and we'll, uh, we'll queue up for hour two. So let me wish everybody a happy, healthy, and higher-minded five-minute break. There it is, man. Cheers. Belief is the enemy of knowing. Come.